ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... And welcome to Studio 222 at the ABC and Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover and please welcome this week's gang. It's James O'Loughlin, Alice Fraser and Will Anderson. Welcome. And with the music is the Rolling Thunder Vietnam show, which has been wowing them all around the country. We're back to the music of 1968. It is going to be great. Stick around for that. But first... Let's check that you're up with this week's news. Who said, let them eat quiche? Uh, the coronation yeah. is coming. It's King, King Charles is going to be King Charles. I don't know what he's been between his mum dying and now, but I don't think he's, he's like king in waiting or, or something. And well, he was king the moment it happened. Right. Long so, live the king. You know, the, the, I mean, it's taken an the, awfully long time. The queen is dead, long live the king. That's what right. they all say, right? Yeah. But then I, then they have to formalise it or something, mm. I guess. Uh, and we all get to, <laughs> like, kind of yeah. just be. Like, as soon as we say these things out loud, we suddenly realise how ridiculous the entire thing that we're basing our system on government <laughs> on is. Like, was he the king magically exactly. straight away? Or is there a procedure of some kind for him to become the king? Surely the town clerk is involved in some way. <laughs> Exactly. And, I mean, the most ridiculous thing is there is something called the Stone of Destiny Uh that they have brought down from Scotland. I think the Scots would prefer you use the word stolen. Stolen. Okay, okay, stolen brought down. down. They put it under the Iron Throne. Then Charles gets on and then they put the one ring that rules them all (laughs) on his finger. He drinks from the goblet of fire and then retires to the Chamber of Secrets and no one knows what happens there. Surely he says... Fondles the crown and says, my precious, my precious. Exactly. I mean, I felt quiche was a good choice, though, Alice, don't you think? Like, I mean, it's like it's it's nobody's first choice. Much like Charles. (laughs) You know, but it is something that it's just there, you know? It's just there. He's gone for a sustainable and cheap quiche yeah. as well, yeah. which which I feel people are torn about because if you're pro-cheap quiche, you're probably anti-monarchy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like he's doing a recycled yeah. chair and throne mm. and people are like, oh, it's virtue signalling, it's just symbolic. And you're like, yes, that's literally what a coronation <laughs> is. Yeah. It is just symbolic. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, but symbolic in a different way. Yeah. yeah I d- and, but we, don't we, the people, get to swear... Allegiance. Well, this is want. a new part of the ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it used to be just the nobles would all bow down. But, but now, now we get, can do it. An invitation to us all. And, and in fact, Albo says he's going to do it. Oh. Uh, where you say out loud, you know, we, we, we support you and, and your heirs. I will do it mm. if he promises to go only by the name King Chuck. Oh, I will do it for nah, King Chuck. Nah, not I'm not all for, for C Rex. See Rex? <laughs> and how are we meant to do it, though? Are we, like, bowing down to our TVs or something? Yeah, 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 Is that, yeah. yeah. Are you serious? Oh, you're supposed to go on your feet, whether you're in a pub or like a picnic. Like when we all had to concentrate really hard and that guy bent that spoon on the Don Lane show? Is that what we're doing? Is that basically... It's very similar. <laughs> okay. Good system, this. Yeah, yeah. it's optional. It's It'll optional. Work. You get to say the words if you want to, but I feel like that's one of those things where you, you, you want to say them under your breath mm. in case it's a family splitter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. I see. Uh, yeah, Could I be see. a generational mm. split. Yeah, what if you're it? a liege man and your husband isn't? Stressful. Yeah, but in Australia, everyone will be watching the footy, won't they? <laughs> 
I mean, do people, like, I, I honestly believe, because you obviously take the calls on this, Richard, like, do people care? Because I know Australians love the Queen. Like, yeah. absolutely understand that. And we and the you know, big you know, commemoration of her life and her work and all those sort of things. But it, does it not now feel like we've moved into a different stage of this I think relationship? It, it seems to me that yeah. people are much less focused on this than they were on the death of the yeah. Queen, for obvious reasons. The I Queen was like, there for 70 years. Yeah. They, she was associated with people's lives. People had weddings and children in, in sequence, mm. you know, in, it, it synchronised with like, her. And, I feel like now the, our, our role in the Commonwealth is a marriage of convenience. Yeah. <laughs> we're in separate bedrooms now, you know. We're just like we're together and, you know, it's like we yeah. still get along fine. But it's not what it used to be. <laughs> Let's be honest. I, yeah. I am surprised that we're still in the yeah. Commonwealth. To be honest, I all thought that I thought we all had like a silent agreement that like you don't come out till Granny's dead. Yeah. And then <laughs> <laughs> I think kings and queens have their place. To be uh, honest, and yeah. that place is on telly yeah. or in books <laughs> like yeah. Game of Thrones. That's a good place for them, and I love those books and those shows. But reality is not really their place now. No. no. Wow. I've never really right. followed the royal gossip, particularly not the Harry stuff, because I just don't see why. What are you I reading? There's be... nothing. There's nothing else in the paper. Well, this is the thing. I don't see why I should be interested. Why an actor from a show I don't watch has married Meghan Markle? Mm. Like it's not. Mm. And yet you are. And yet you know. Somehow you know. <laughs> uh, thank God it's Friday. James O'Loughlin, Alice Fraser, and Will Anderson. Who's not interested in being popular? It seems. He's not interested. In, interested. Interested. In, interested. Oh, come this on. This is an RBA. Yeah, this is is an RBA. Interest yeah. rates. They went up again, surprisingly. 11th mm. time. Yeah. Yeah. After that, we're never going to go up at all. And now they've gone up at 11th yeah. time. But I, I did notice the big thing is that people, like, they, they talked about how it's affecting people now in society. So one of the big things is people aren't going out for a takeaway coffee. And I have actual personal experience of this <laughs> because uh, during the Melbourne Comedy Festival that was just on, instead of staying in the city like I normally do, I, my, my sister and her family, they were all away on a family holiday. And so I, I dog sat for them, looked after the dog in the house, and they had a proper coffee machine. Uh-huh. And it, it honestly is addictive after a while hmm. because you feel like every time you make coffee. a coffee... No, Five bucks. Oh, you're yeah, saving yeah. You're just like, it feels like you're mining crypto. <laughs> like it was the best investment I've ever been in. Like I'd have 10 by like lunchtime and just be feeling fantastic about all the money I'd This, this oh, is how the... much coffee you drink yeah. and you would be saving a <laughs> lot of money. So the boss of Woolworths actually made this comment this week, said that the, the spending patterns have changed and one of the things they've noticed in Woolworths is that people are buying a lot more coffee to take home and make their coffee at home. I don't know that this is obviously causation. It could just be correlation. Maybe baristas Ooh, are getting less wow. hot. It's possible. The only reason I've ever bought a coffee is because of a hot Less barista. Man I don't drink coffee. I just buy them and throw them in the bin. And I mean, that's the more. fun with a good coffee machine at someone's house. Is like you become a barista. You are the hot barista. Yeah, you flirt with yourself. <laughs> I would misspell my name on my cup just to, you know, give it that cafe vibe. I, I studied economics at school, and so I, I want to weigh in on the technical mm. aspects of this. Uh, what I remember is there's something called the circular flow of income and it goes round and round yeah. in a circle, money, which seems pointless, might as well just stay where it is. And there's also <laughs> the bathtub model where you turn on a tap and that means money or houses or something fills up and then you pull out the plug <laughs> and money or houses or something <laughs> is empty. Uh, and and I, if, the money, if the money, if it all comes out of the yeah. the bathtub, that's mm. the trickle down theory, right? They trickle down into mm. the... Pipes and the rats yeah. below or, or something. So I know a fair bit about it, but I don't think I know as much as Phil Lowe because I, I looked him out, he got the university medal, mm. uh, and he might be right and he might be wrong. And I don't know if I can just finish 60 minutes style. One, thing, one thing's for sure, <laughs> yeah. 
Time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> his, his argument is that although obviously the pain of this, these interest rates is enormous, everyone understands that, but he says it's worse if you have inflation. Well, I, I mean, I think the interesting yeah. thing is that for two years during COVID, interest rates were like nearly zero, like a bit above zero, and all the papers would say all the time, historical lows, historical lows, historical lows. Mm. And we all thought... That'll probably last forever. <laughs> Let's just go all in on the gamble that they'll never, ever go up again. Well, yeah, mentioned history, yeah. I mean, yeah. everyone sort of understands that money needs to be more expensive in order to, like, stop. Uh, but it's the fact that he's doing it all in one go. He's, he, he's not well, he's, eleven go. He's not taking yeah. tips from the modern <laughs> dating scene. He needs to be gently letting people down, slowly ghosting <laughs> oh, them, letting them down. Because if you just dump them like a ton of bricks, then they're going to talk about you on television. Yeah. It's he no should good. ghost the Australian public. Yeah, he yeah. shouldn't yeah. do a press conference. We should just get it by just text. Just send, like, just a couple of text messages. Every every couple of weeks and ease off slowly yeah. with the just put the rates up and see if people notice. Like <laughs> yeah, you don't actually have right. to point it out all the time, do you? <laughs> like you know, people will realise that things are a little bit more expensive. Yeah. But I do think part of the problem is you talked about historic lows. Yeah. The fact that he's got his name is low. Like yeah. it just there was this subliminal thing that was going on the whole time. I mean, at yeah. the start, I didn't even know it was L O W E. Yeah. I honestly thought it was like I thought it was like J Lo. Like it was this, I was like, that is very hip for the R E A chief. <laughs> so you think he needs a bit of a groan makeover? Like yeah. good news, you name tr- press yeah. conference for going Phil down, high, feel high and yeah, getting right. higher. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing when it's going low. You just look at your bills. And, and all those headline bills. writers who've been doing low blow and all that, they can forget uh, it. Yeah, because it can be called high. Yeah, now. that's right. Yeah, instead of trickle down blow. economics, this is more just pissing everyone off. Who is no longer vague when it comes to vapes? Oh, I know this one. This is this is the the rules on vaping are increasing. Uh, which I feel good. I feel good about. There was nothing more upsetting during COVID times than being able to see how big someone's breath was. Just, <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, if you smell artificial fairy floss, it means you're getting pathogens. It was very uh, depressing. So I think it's it's a good thing uh, that vaping is going out. They're making rules now that you can only vape with nicotine if you get a prescription from a doctor, yeah. uh, which will and make it's it be even plain, less cool plain packaging, than it is. and it's got no no bubblegum flavors anymore. None of that. Well, what I what I love about that the original idea was with vapes like these mm. nicotine vapes was that for people who were trying to quit smoking you would get on the vapes and you know that was the medical reason that you're meant to have them but yeah. now so many people are addicted to the vapes yeah. we're just going to have to prescribe them cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> just to get them off the vapes and then we can get them back off the cigarettes yeah. with the vapes. Yeah. Um, I'm all for a return to cigarettes. There is nothing more charming to me than a six year old chimney sweep with a pipe full of tobacco <laughs> hanging out of one side. Or pipes. Yeah, go go the other way. Go from cigarettes. <laughs> Up the chain to um, to pops. I I don't know about banning them. I think like with cigarettes, they've used taxes to create disincentives. Yeah. What's a disincentive for vapes? They already look like really bad. But if you made them eight times as long and, and made them look like a saxophone, like wider and and a big twist at the end, and really heavy. So you can still vape, but you have to carry an enormous saxophone that you can't And you have to develop really good lungs. Yeah. yeah. So it would yeah, be, be health positive. Exactly. On, on the exactly. downside, it's going to be devastating to the mist in graveyards industry, which is all just goths <laughs> vaping behind gravestones. Uh, there was a moment, though. Remember when they banned uh, smoking in pubs and we realised that it turned out pubs smelled disgusting <laughs> so yeah. and, like, so smoking bad. was the thing that was covering it up? I do believe yeah. that we're going to notice that Society doesn't smell as good as it right. used to because <laughs> it's been covered up with the vapes. Well, those high school lavatories. 
they'll suddenly dis- discover what they really smell like. Not bubble gum. <laughs> not bubble gum. That's yeah. not the sin. Mm. It's yeah. always been the safe place to fart next mm. to a vapour. <laughs> <laughs> that's all gone. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. Mark Butler. Thank God it's Friday with Richard Glover. Thank God it's Friday. Coming up in about two seconds, the Rolling Thunder Vietnam show. The cast is here to perform for us. We have James O'Loughlin. His latest book is the novel Criminals, One Robbery, Three People, No Heroes. Wow, that Alice, sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. Uh, I've, Al, read it. it's Al, great. I've read it too. It's amazing. Uh, Alice Fraser, her new show Twist is on at the Factory Theatre next Thursday, May 11, also on Saturday, May 13 and Sunday, May 14. And Will Anderson's show is called... Uh, we'll illuminate. I only asked because I found it difficult to say. <laughs> you did. We'll illuminate. But it's on at the Enmore Theatre next Friday, May 12, and on the Chatswood Concourse on Saturday, May 13. James will take on the Wheel of Death. Thank you for all the topics. But first this, news this week that AI technology has for the first time been used to detect people's thoughts based on a reading of their brain activity. If someone had an AI-equipped brain sensor on you during your typical walk in the park, trip to the supermarket, romantic date, what pattern pattern of thoughts would it detect? Will Anderson. Oh, no. He's got a lot to hide. I mean, this is terrible for me because, like, this is how my brain... Okay. I'm just going to take for a second. We're all going to know. You might as well tell us this in is, a couple of years. This is what we're going into right now. So mm. here we go. This is how my brain works. I'm, mm. I'm at the supermarket. I've got a basket of groceries. Yep. It, be, it begins. Which lane, do I go, which lane do I go through? Which lane do I go through? Am I allowed to go through the regular lane if I think I've got less than 12 items? Is 12 <laughs> items or less only for people who have 12 items or less? Or does it mean that you can't go on one of the regular conveyors? Anyway, I read this article online the other day about the fact that apparently that bar, you meant to like, it's meant to go lengthways apparently, not like a crossways, the ways I've been using it the whole time. You know what? I've got to go through the... You know what? I'll just go through the 12 items or less. But here's the thing. Is like 12 eggs, 12 individual items, or is that one entire item? And like, if I get two of the same item, if I get two quiches, is that like two separate items, or does that continue to be just like one quiche that I've just repeated is a repeated quiche, right? You know what? I've got to go through the self-service. This is the only way I can get around this. I've just got to go through the self-service, but then I'm putting someone out of a job. I don't know how I feel about that. We're already concerned about the AI taking over and now I'm putting yeah. someone out of a job by doing this myself. And by the way, do I get a staff discount now that I'm apparently working at this supermarket? <laughs> you know what? I've just got to go through here because it's the only way I can afford avocado. I claim them as brown onion. Okay. It's hell in there. My secret thought as you're doing that is, is... Is Will a secret royalist? If not, why is he ordering two quiches? <laughs> wow. Well, you really zeroed yeah, in on yeah, that. Yeah. I was just thinking I'd, I'd hate to li- live in there. Is it only oh. in supermarkets or just like... No, that, this is what it's like all the time. All the time. Yeah, I I, wow. I I remember during COVID, people were like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite loving being locked down. I'm binging TV shows. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. I'm binging every decision I've made in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> James O'Loughlin, what would the AI equip? Well, I'm feeling kind of better about mine now because, so on the outside, I try when I'm walking in the park to cultivate an expression of kind of fierce effectiveness, busyness (laughs) and a sense of purpose. Man man on a mission. Yeah, like Tom Cruise on the way to saving the world. (laughs) But there is (laughs) literally usually nothing going on, like nothing uh, at at all going on inside, there might. Yeah. Uh, it's like oh, there's a pigeon. It's gone now. 
You know, that's about as good as it gets. So he's got too many thoughts. Yeah. You've got not, not enough. We should get together. Right. And, uh, and, and I'd be like, where's that pigeon going? What's going on with that pigeon? Like, how do I even know it is a pigeon? Like, am I sure it's a pigeon or am I just assuming that it's a pigeon? How many different types of pigeons are there? Like, I saw a lot of you pigeons would, yeah. in Italy. Are they the same pigeons? Do they fly from one side of the... That is... Yep. And the thing is, he's not making that up. He's no. just remembering something from earlier today. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see the benefits of that sort of brain. Mine just comes to a complete yeah. halt until I have a deadline. Mm. And then I get a little bit of what you've yeah. got, but not nearly as much as I need. So, yeah, a lot of nothingness. Usually facilitate, and this might help mm. you next time you have a, maybe not on the supermarket, but a walk in the park, earpods playing loud music that you like that just banish all the thoughts. Like so many thoughts, they're jealousy, they're I want stuff, I don't have stuff, I want that. So I just try and blast them out of my head with Fleetwood Mac or something. <laughs> Alice Fraser, what's the AI going to discover about you? Yeah, I... Like if, if Will's over there too yeah. many, I'm over here nothing. Where are you in the middle? Is or? this like a Goldilocks situation? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm looking at the pigeon, I'm thinking mm. about something other than the pigeon. I'm thinking about a giraffe I saw once. I uh, like. I find this really inspiring because AI is based on predictive modelling, right? It's not actually detecting what you're thinking. It's just guessing based on the data on what most people would be thinking in the circumstance. So I'm going to use this as an inspiration to think even more completely random stuff. Like the mental equivalent of trying to avoid a bullet by running in zigzags. So I'm never going to think about what I need to buy at the shops again. If I start to think someone's hot, I'm going to immediately start counting in my head how many burgers I think they could eat in a sword fight. Wow. The AI will never guess. That's good. Can't stay one step ahead. (laughs) When when it calls for zag, you go zig, (laughs) right? I think it's going to work. I think it's going to work. James O'Loughlin is here, Alice Fraser and Will Anderson. James, are you ready for the Wheel of Death? Yeah, but clearly out of the three of us, given we've just described our mental processes, (laughs) I'm definitely the wrong guy. (laughs) Today's topics are gossip, kebabs, scales, tiara, jet black, experts, skiing, horrible houses, coronated, (sighs) meetings, arrow, chico rolls, bloody flies, quiche, and we're back to gossip. Which ones fill you full of fear, James? Well, O'Loughlin? I'm just deeply disappointed. The Stone of Destiny is in the is, mm. isn't it? I mean, if not this week, when will the Stone of Destiny we, we, be we're in here? Keen not to when it is fated to be here is when it will be here. Beautiful I mean, point. I would like to think that you could weave a skilled storyteller like you could weave the Stone of Destiny into whatever of those topics oh. that actually comes I up. Think, with. I think Additional it, it challenge. Must be there. Okay, in, it must in, be done, my liege. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the Scots, Scottish listeners will not forgive you if you Indeed. do not manage Feel to do it. Here goes round and round and round. Where it starts when I uh, Jet Black. What? Jet Black. Jet, Jet Black. Black. So, interestingly, most aren't. Uh, you, not often you rock up to the airport <laughs> and they're in, wow, that's really dark looking. Um, yes. Probably because <laughs> they good. fly at night time sometimes mm. and it might be dangerous. So, Jet right. Black, no. But you don't think that's a problem with white planes in clouds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So, Jet White, they often are. Yeah. They have a little. Qantas a little kangaroo on them or something. So that's I guess... how you know they don't fit the kangaroo in the clouds. Is, right. <laughs> that's the clue that it's not just well, a cloud. It, it's the kangaroo red because you mm. would see if you were in the cloud and the rest of the plane <laughs> was white, yeah. all you would see is, wow, that's a huge kangaroo mm. flying and you wouldn't realise it I was I think the kangaroo plane. is white outlined in red. So what it looks like in a cloud is the absence of a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow. It's like somebody's murdered a kangaroo <laughs> and they've put the line around where yeah, it was. Yeah. Unless it's the six white boomers, in which case on the white plane it wouldn't be seen at all. Oh. A six white bo- what? Snow white boomers. Snow white boomers. Yeah. 
I mean, they're I'm kind not... of an old guy right. who is really bad with technology. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the people who host shows on the ABC, six white boomers. Six white boomers, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're all just yeah. up in the air on their iPads. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I suppose Jet Black is men as a colour for colouring in things. You often see roofs on houses that are jet black, don't you, in Sydney, and think, I don't know what you think, I think one word, idiot! It gets hot and your house is going to get hot mm. because it's uh, because it's jet black. You often see computer equipment that is jet black. I don't really know how jet black is different mm. from black. Is it a more black? Yeah, black? it's a more black black. Mm. Is it a black is it? black? It's a black black. It's a black which is so black it doesn't reflect no. light at all. I, I like I the, I, I like the light. I do enjoy the idea that somebody looked at something that was black and went, have you got anything black? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Could it be more not black enough? It goes, yeah, yeah black, black, yeah. blackest black, jet black, and then Vanta black, which is not a colour, but it's a substance, and it yeah. reflects light. It doesn't reflect any light, so if it's a sphere, it looks like a circle cut in the universe. It's very upsetting. You so much should have done this. Like, you would have been <laughs> so psyched to get jet black. You're like an expert, <laughs> mastermind special subject, uh, colours that are called black. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am actually doing an ACDC cover song called Back It Back in jet black <laughs> with jet and ACDC. It's a great, it's a great fun thing we're doing. That's real good. And you're actually the only p- person wearing jet black, mm. I think, both the hat and the, and the hoodie. I don't, jet black, is that black no. enough for jet black? No, Probably no, no, no. isn't. No, that's he's washing machine black. No, he's, he's washed it. Right. In, in black. He's washed it in apple cider vinegar. <laughs> right. So I'm trying to think of the perfect thing to make uh. jet black. I can imagine a car, you know, if you're the yep. wrong sort of person, might look cool in yep. jet black. You know, you got the jet black one, that'd be really good. Mm-hmm. One that, you know, I can hardly... C in the dark. Oh, found my cards, jet black. Uh, that's how you find it. Um, other things that might be good if they're jet black are soap, do you think? Right. A jet black soap? What, what are you thinking there? Well, because, you, well, because of, you know, soap's generally a kind of a flesh colour, yeah. uh, isn't it? But then you, <laughs> as you're rubbing it up and down your flesh, you might think, where's the soap? Oh, no, right. it's jet black. Interesting. Yeah. Um, toothpaste? <laughs> Tell you what they should make mm. black. The stone mm. of destiny. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's that kind of the only way they'll ever accept color. anything black into uh, the royal family. There you go. Does he die? Does he die? Well, saved no. by Alice. No, he lives. He lives on, thank God, it's Friday. <laughs> James O'Loughlin and Alice Fraser and Will Anderson are here. Now, amid Alice, much... the tag Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> now, amid much controversy, Destination New South Wales has decided to charge for part of Vivid. It will cost $128 for a family to go and see the lights in the Botanic Gardens. The rest of it, yeah, it's still free, but the Botanic Gardens you have to pay. Here's my question. What things are free that you'd be willing to pay for and what things currently have a charge and yet you think they should be free? And my vote, obviously, Tommy Sauce with a pie definitely should be free. So what should be free mm. that's cost them? What, should, what yeah. co- currently, currently is free that you'd be happy to pay for? Well, I don't know if you noticed, you know, the days have got colder mm. the last week or two. Sunshine is about eight times better. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Like in summer, you just true. Go, I was walking over. here today and I was just like, how good is this sunshine yeah. today? Yeah, and then it goes away behind yeah. a cloud and you're like, oh, I need yeah. my cloak. <laughs> Uh, so you'd, pay, you'd pay for winter sunshine? Mm. Yeah, I would you pay. Say. Yeah, I would pay for winter sunshine. I'd pay for the ocean. Yeah. It's free, and mm. I would definitely pay to get. I'd. How pay much a swim? Two bucks, I reckon. 
Yeah, it's gold, coin, gold coin donation. Gold coin, yeah. yeah. No, not donation. It's compulsory. Yeah. You got it. No, no, no. gold coin. No let's on the system. Okay. Just like let's you know get the lifeguards just with like a hat or a bucket or whatever, and people can gold coin donation. They if just you've enjoyed stand along the shore. Yeah. yeah. What if you're having Fine. a swim on a winter's day yeah. and it's blue skies? Oh, well, that's four bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, no, I'll, I'll give it for three bucks if you combine them. But if you want to do them separately, it's four bucks. Bulk yeah. Okay. Okay. What about a smile yeah. from a stranger as oh, you yeah. walk past? Oh, ten bucks. Mm. Oh, oh no. do you reckon? Oh, what a, what a male thing to say. What <laughs> <laughs> have the female members of the audience like just creepy strangers smiling say, at them randomly in the street? I do them, and they have never. No one has ever stopped me and said that. Show was us. Creepy. Show us your smile. They might have thought. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you, you, I see a creepy smile on purpose. I was going to no, say you open... already pay for smiles from strangers in emotional tax. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. wow! I like smiling at people, and yeah. it would happen more in the Northern Rivers and in Sydney. So, what about the things that they currently charge okay. for? Yeah, that you'd really think should be free. Yeah. Uh, parking in national parks. So who owns, who owns the national parks? Us. The what do the government want us to do? Be healthy, so we don't um, we don't strain the health system. And yet yeah. they charge us to go to the national yeah. parks. Yeah. The other one is kale for exactly the same reasons. <laughs> who would eat it? But I, I can I just propose a new category: things you don't get paid for, but should. And I just oh. want to put one thing in that okay. category. Every time you resist the temptation to boast. So say, Will, <laughs> you know, you got your beard on, someone doesn't recognise you and someone goes, man, if you ever wonder what it would be like to be, you know, a comedian and have lots of Twitter followers and host a humorous panel show and you have the perfect opportunity to go, well, actually, and you get like eight bucks if you go, yeah, it'd be it's pretty interesting mm. and you let it go. Show mm. restraint. Show restraint. Resist the temptation You to know boast. what? I honestly did that last night in an Uber, but the reason was not like that I was showing restraint. <laughs> the reason was the guy had some really firm opinions about how political correctness was killing comedy. And I was like, <laughs> it's like I would like to listen to this expert's opinion <laughs> on what you can and can't say in comedy anymore. It's so funny when you're in a car with someone and you just don't want to give them anything that can provoke any more conversation. I feel like Will actually is one of your shows mm. later down the road. I mean, I thought Born to be Will as well while I was listening to the song, <laughs> my work. <laughs> Alice, what's free that you'd be happy to pay for and what do you currently have to pay for that really should be free? Yeah. Uh, there is nothing that is free that I would be happy to, be, to pay oh. for. I, I, know, know, I know the value of nothing. I just... <laughs> I just hand over cash. I think things that should be free are accountants, tax accountants. I think the government should fund all tax accountants because mm. I'm not going to remember to do my taxes without them. So the government has a vested interest in That's paying point, an accountant. Right? Otherwise, okay. they're not getting money out of me. They're just they are tax deductible. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So the more accountants you get, the more tax you can deduct until mm. you end up paying nothing. Yeah, the pre- yeah. That's it's the used, problem. used by all the wealthy people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now we go back to trickle down economics yeah. and the bar. Yeah, that's stuff. right. The bar. Remember yeah. the bar. Will, what's, uh, what's free? Well, I, I was going to say smells, but I realise that you can, you can pay for smells. But like, I, that, I <laughs> it's perfume. Well, perfume. Well, perfume, huh? vapes, like candles. Yeah. Like right. there is babies. Never bought it. But they don't car. tend to have the smells that I'm talking about. Which I'm like, I was very much today when I was walking in in the sunshine, which I would yeah. have been happy to come, chuck in a couple of bucks for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> better than that. Uber. Yeah. And I went past the school where they were mowing the grass, uh-huh. and just that smell. Yeah. I'm so glad like, that you the, said the grass. Yeah, well, I mean, again, yes, you're right. <laughs> and, like, and mowing the grass, went by a bakery where they were cooking fresh mm. bread. And so that started me thinking about, oh, yeah, okay, there is a range of smells 
that are just freely available to you, like that smell of the ocean or whatever it is that I, you know what, if they asked me for, like, how how have you enjoyed sniffing the ocean this morning, son? (laughs) A dollar's worth? I'd be like, you know what, yeah. And And there are certain smells like Brute 33, which you have to pay for, which really you shouldn't have to pay for that. But if it was ocean... Sunshine mm. and the smell, yeah. all for three fifty. <laughs> yeah, is that how you price that? You, do, you, do you take cards? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have three fifty in change. Uh, the other, the only other one that I would say is like, I don't think you should have to pay for tolls on the roads if you're going to work. I feel like yes. that's oh, a double yes. punishment. Yes. Like if you're going to do something fun, sure we understand the road. But if you have to go to work mm. on the toll road, I feel like that's unfair. That not only do you have to go to work, but they're taking money out of your pocket at the same time. Yeah, or if you're doing some annoying yeah. task, you're, yeah. you're picking up your sister's yeah. kid from yeah. cello yeah. practice. Mm. I'll tell you what I think is wrongly priced. I think parenting is wrongly priced. Oh, I reckon yeah. everyone uh, should get a tax break the more uh, sane and well balanced their kid is. <laughs> Like if you get to 16 and they're fine, you Mm. get a tax break. If they're like 25 and achieving quite good Mm. things in their life, you get another tax break. If they're like happily married with children... You get another tax break. Because then the children are going to be taxpayers. So you're, and it's really because of your good work. Yeah, and you don't get punished if you have a horrible little shit of a child, but you mm-hmm. just don't get the tax break. Mm-hmm. So if they're not in prison when they're sixteen. Mm-hmm. Cha-ching. Yeah, that's well, it. I mean, I'm, that, I, I'm not sure that should be the base that we start handing out money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm kind of I'm guessing which category you think your little bubby will be. In. Uh, look, yeah. I, 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 it sounds I was, like someone who's looking for a tax break and yeah, doesn't want to hire an accountant. Pretty confident <laughs> of getting one. Yeah. I, I was so worried when I when I. I started when I had a kid that it would like ruin my comedy, and I was worried that I'd do like that millennial mum show where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know how to raise a baby. I cannot do that show because I'm an incredible parent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a good mother that my to, baby is oh, smug. I talked to my uh, daughter in law the other day who's got a newborn, and I said, How are you going, Tal? And she said, We're killing it. <laughs> We're killing it. They're not actually killing the child, they're killing parenting. Well, that's the way, so that's no. way I there, there is a lot. Of, I don't know if you've got to that. There is a lot of passive boasting. Like I'm not a, passive boasting. I'm right. an incredible parent. Yeah. I and, genuinely and an incredible boaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am a very good at boasting. I... Oh, hey, so you're no. not going to get uh, James's eight dollar non boasting <laughs> fee. My baby isn't even smug like she thinks she's better than you. She's just smug like she knows her life is better than yours. Wow, and wow. it is. Well, it probably yeah. is. I mean, it, yeah, the parent the milk and love. Give us yeah. one example of where your superior parent. I'm not saying I'm superior. I'm just saying I'm incredible. Incredible, yeah. yeah. Okay, give us one example of some incredible parenting you've done. Uh, I was on. Uh, I, I can't think of one example just from because today. Because there are so many. Because there are so uh, so many things. Uh, my baby woke me up this morning by uh, giving me a kiss and saying uh, "Mary, Mary, quite contrary" into my face, um, and said. Then she said, "I love you, mummy," and then she made me breakfast. That's a lot. Okay, but I carried my grandson <laughs> on my my two year old grandson on my shoulders, even though my knees are gone, mm. all up the street because he loves when there are low hanging trees. He's up on my shoulders so I can go, you ready? And he goes, another one's coming up, another one's coming up. And we go, duck! And he has to duck. Okay, I can, I can one right. up you. I was doing a, a, live, oh. a live Zoom show again, uh, onto Dad. the BBC in England with an audience mm-hmm. of 1,000 people. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. My baby was six Ew. weeks old. Uh, she needed to feed because we were running over time. I subtly brought her into the room and then did comedy while slightly ducked out of frame while oh, breastfeeding. Okay, you win. Thank you. Alice Fraser, That's she hard. wins Parent of the Year there, Award. There is ridiculous boasting. Like, like, <laughs> like you get your baby weighed and it's like, yeah, yeah, top ten. Top ten percentile, percentile of weight, <laughs> which is 
One of the only ages you do that, really. Generally. <laughs> <laughs> James O'Loughlin is here, Alice Fraser and Will Anderson. Now, Liz Truss, who was the UK PM for a tiny amount of time, has been asked to pay back 22000 Australian dollars following the disappearance of items, including bathrobes and slippers, from her grace and favour country home owned by the taxpayer. She's basically been accused of nicking the bathrobes. Wow. So what have you stolen from airlines, hotels and other places? Wait, she didn't take the Stone of Destiny, did she? <laughs> Maybe. She better not. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, hit. it's a bit you know, <laughs> high-handed of them, like, being mad at people stealing things from people they belong to. <laughs> yeah, when that is right. literally the history of the entire country. <laughs> I was just being on brand. Yeah. yeah. The Elgin Marge... Mar- were hidden in a hotel yeah. bathroom. Yeah. Is it better if I say I colonised the yeah. shampoo? Is that so? What have, you, what have you stolen, and do you believe it was okay, Will Anderson? Yeah, I do believe it, it was okay. So um, uh, this was, which actually isn't the legal test. I do mm. believe it was okay. <laughs> uh, no, I believe yeah. it was under the finders keepers losers yeah, right. yeah. that I was operating under. No, yeah. this was way back in the uh, Triple J days, and uh, there used to be a um, we would do all the interviews for the big day out. Um, on a Sunday at the Sunday Gold Coast Big Day Out. And there was basically, the idea was that either Adam or I, because we had to do radio the next morning from Brisbane an hour earlier than normal. So we'd do all the interviews all day, but then there'd be a point in the night where one of us was the designated driver and one of us was allowed to have fun. And so this year... I was the one who was allowed to have fun and Yay. Adam was the designated driver. So we finished our last interview for the day. It's meant to be the band The Strokes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, they cancel at the last moment, go to go off a stage. So Adam says, go off, have a good time. So I go off <laughs> and I start having what I would suggest is a very good time. And then I'm tapped on the shoulder after The Strokes finish because it turns out The Strokes have decided they want to do the interview. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Adam's still in a fine state to do this interview. I, it turns out I'm quite on a good level with The Strokes. Yeah. Oh, no. It feels like we had no, a real great. good that's vibe perfect. going together with yeah. each other. But the next morning we're in Brisbane. Adam drives us back, gets us there safely. I wake up the next morning and it's the old days where we had bags that had the recording equipment in them. And I look into these bags and it's like <laughs> bottles of Jack Daniels and <laughs> bottles of vodka and all these things. And I look at Adam and I say, what is this? And he goes, do you not remember? <laughs> and he said, we were in the, a band called the Darkness's Dressing Room. <laughs> They'd gone home for the day. And so oh. I decided that I was going to liberate the rest of their ride and take it home with me. And I feel like, yes, I did steal, but I feel like that was a victimless crime because the band was gone anyway. The darkness needed no further light, and you did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He stole, he stole, he knew he stole, but it was okay. Let's just hope the darkness aren't listening. What about you, (laughs) Alice Fraser? I will always steal the hearts of the staff with my charming and debonair attitude. Oh, Oh, yes. It's true. They have a. They often have a little sticker saying, "You must pay for this if you do it, though." <laughs> Fifty bucks. What about you, James? Are you selling these? Look, I really should channel my mum here. I'm totally paranoid, goody two shoes, and I think reacting against my mum, who used to uh, go to lots of hotels and would never come back empty-handed. Sure, it's hard at toast at uh, soaps and toothbrushes and slippers and uh, a kettle. And pillows <laughs> and uh, an entire um, uh, cupboard, a shower head. Uh, once she brought home a hotel room. So um, she, she brought everything. We just, whenever there was like, oh, I've run over toothpaste. Stole cup, it's just stolen covered. They reckon the definition, the definition of, of, of maybe middle class or upper middle class is when you stop stealing the little slopes. 
Oh. That's when you know you've you made it. You've made it. You've got enough money. You know. She you never think, made I'm, it. I'm not going to bother stealing the soaps. Right. No. You, she. You're over travelled. You spent too much time in hotel rooms. Yeah. You're, you're sick of life, probably. <laughs> <laughs> She's never sick of life. She lives. She, she lives every day till her last. Very happily. Soul the last. Who are the winners and losers of this week, James? I love. Uh, the winners and losers are uh, sorry, but everyone in the media is doing. Coronation stuff, it's like, it, I mean, as I said, it's cool in a fa- fantasy novel, less so. I'll be a loser tomorrow. They're not, do, they're not doing much of it, though, are no. they? I mean, I, I speak of ourselves as well. Yeah, people, you're not. Good. Haven't, Good. haven't been doing much of it. I'm glad. Uh, and the winner, obviously, is... We may have mistaken the mood, though. Maybe well, everyone's gonna, everyone's going to be on their sets. No yeah. one. Well, says. I feel there could be a stone of destiny led recovery. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think there's, you know, it's, it's, there is a movement actually to get on the on board the stone of destiny and really check it out and see what magical powers uh, we've done it exactly has. on this show. We've done exactly six minutes. Really? On the drive show in Sydney. Oh, good on Six you. Six minutes. Did you touch on the Stone of Destiny? It was mentioned. Was it? Good. For five, <laughs> I hope, of those. And you're not doing uh, you a You have to remember if month. you touch on the Stone of Destiny, you have to touch off. Otherwise yes, you God. charge the whole. <laughs> I've actually connected my credit card to the Stone, so it's fine. I don't need to do that anymore. And, Michelle, of course, you had to work at Saturday night recently for the election. You're not yes. doing that no, tomorrow no, night? No, no, apparently. Following the, the Stone on its apparently journey? Apparently, no, the difference is it's the, not an election. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's only one. Now, the democracy sausage was adjudicated by the ABC management as being more important than the regal quiche. Well, good on them. I, I, I endorse that, and I'm sure they care. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea, though, that like also it could be an election. Like I think that's what it yeah. should have happened. Like we got to pick our favourite remaining royal. That'd bring like, the crowd back. Like, yeah. like, yeah. let, let us have a vote at least. Andrew, oh, Andrew's great. about to lose his deposit. <laughs> Who'd win? Would Harry win? I mean, Harry would be the dark horse. I think he? Harry would get a lot of the trolling vote. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> you know, people taking the mickey. Yeah, and he might win. But often people do say, actually, they do say, I think the new, I, th- I think he sh- they should have skipped a generation. The, the, it would be perfect if it was King William. He's yeah. perfect for it. People say, they're very serious and they give, they give yeah. you the big speech about it. And you think, what do you think this is? <laughs> there is a thing called that that's called a democracy yeah. Yeah. where you get to choose. Yeah. This is not like that. And you, you also think, do you really see a big difference mm. in Charles and William apart from 30 years? Like they <laughs> pretty similar. You think? I would think. Yeah, probably. But mm. time will tell. Probably time will tell. <laughs> 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 but he would tell. Who were the, who were the, who were the winners and losers? We'll answer. Uh, the loser of the week, me, uh, because oh, I no. went to. Yeah, no, it's true. Because oh. I like to be early to things um, sometimes. So I've built into my schedule that I will give myself a little treat if I arrive at something early. Oh. You know, it means then if something goes wrong, I still arrive on time, but mm-hmm. get a little treat if I arrive somewhere what early. What sort of a treat? So, well, okay. So the, normally a coffee or something, but yeah. the other day I had to go and do something in Marrickville. I'm in a part of the suburb where, you know, there's no shops around. Mm. There's only one shop on the corner. Mm. And you know those neighbourhoods where the one <laughs> shop on the corner where you can get everything from groceries to gremlins? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it looks like it's been stocked half by Coles and half by Indiana Jones. <laughs> like it's one of those sort of places. And I walked in and I wanted an ice cream. I won't mm. say what brand because this is the ABC, but mm. I decided I would get myself an ice cream. Right. And I, look, here's the thing. Yeah, remember when Sinead O'Connor tore up the picture of the Pope on mm. uh, late night TV? When I said, can I 
pay with a card. That is the exact same <laughs> reaction I got from this woman in this uh, shop because the idea that there was a card machine. Oh, I'm not happy. There was not a card machine. Right. There was no CCTV, despite the fact that she had three signs that said they had CCTV. <laughs> she smashed out on the signs and not on the CCTV. Yeah, but what I haven't told you yet is this was, of course, her house. Because, of course, that's what I love about a shop that is also someone's house. Oh, so she decided. Right. So this is where I get to uh, winner of the week because I have a $50 note. Yeah, well, I, yeah. more bragging. Yeah. Well, here's what I'd say. I actually had a wallet full of $50 notes because I had done a stand-up comedy gig where I'd been paid in cash. <laughs> and cash. I'd been keeping that cash in my wallet cash as a money. reminder yeah. to tell the tax department about mm. it. Right, of course. So, yeah. <laughs> and the soaps. And yeah. nobody asks and for Jack cash Andrews. anymore. Yeah. So I hand her a 50. She starts going through her house and looking for change <laughs> in the house, like down the back of the couch. <laughs> she comes back. She comes back with like $25 she's managed right. to find. So so there's still a gap. Now, I could have at this stage put back my ice cream. Yeah. But the problem is four more. I'm only a third of the way through my ice cream. So I, I, that's exactly what I did, James. I go to a podcast and I rock up with ice creams for everyone because I had to buy enough ice creams to get to the rest of the money. So oh, the winners... No. Were the people who got the ice cream. The, the winner was Golden Gay Time for yeah. Private Limited, I think. Who were the, quickly, uh, very quickly, who were the winners and losers? Alice Fraser. Uh, loser of the week for me was uh, Karl Lagerfeld, despite having the Met Gala Ooh. theme named after mm. him. Uh, he also had a million jokes uh, made about him when a cockroach came up the red carpet and people were like, ah, the soul of Karl Lagerfeld arrived. <laughs> uh, the fact that it was an incredibly boring red carpet and the only people who were doing anything interesting were the people who showed up in pink while being fat. Uh, <laughs> with the two, his two least favourite things. Uh, and those were the winners of the week. And those two were the winners of the week. Please thank James O'Loughlin, Alice Fraser and Will Anderson. Thanks for being part of Thank God It's Friday. Next week, Kirsty Wiebeck, Lizzie Who and Tommy Dean. Music from Damien Leith. Until then, I'm Richard Glover. And thank God it's Friday!